CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey everyone and welcome back to I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm Jessie Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And we are your go-to gals for everything food in Houston. No matter what kind of recommendations you need, we will have a show for it, promise you. And these are personalized recommendations from Miss Hangry Houstonian herself. I'm sure you follow her on Instagram. If you don't, you're missing out because it's the most fun, colorful an honest page that you'll ever see in your entire life. Danielle, how do you decide which restaurants you want to post pictures of? Just the ones that you really enjoy going to? Yeah, the places that I've been going to lately, kind of just like a pathway with like my dietary schedule. (laughs) No, I'm laughing about that because I have a two bite maximum. So like I don't eat all the food, but like I will go to these restaurants and obviously showcase and I will try bites of them. And then if I like it, I'll post it. She makes sure she's always giving honest reviews. Like everything she posts, she likes, which I think is really cool and important when it comes to our foodie influencers. And Danielle is like by far the most trustworthy one. She seriously does have a two bite rule, which is kind of stressful for me because I don't have a two bite rule. (laughs) So whenever we go into restaurants, like, are you going to finish that? Are you going to eat any more of that? That's why I like bringing people with me so they can be my carbon takers. (laughs) So if y'all ever go to any of these restaurants that we talk about on the show or that you see on Danielle's page, please tag us. Use the hashtag HangryGirlsMadeMeDoIt or you can tag Danielle at HangryHoustonian. What did you do this weekend, Danielle? My parents were in town. We hung out and had some good old family time. Cute. Baby with a little nugget. How often do you get to see your parents? It's been more since my brother and sister-in-law had a baby, but every few months. You're like, oh, I'm glad I'm not good enough for you to come visit. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So they're thinking about potentially moving here, so which is exciting. And then I'll be able to see them all the time. They won't be able to get rid of me. I'll just be hanging out at their house all the time. Be like, I know you're moving for the baby, but just so you know, I will be at your house. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're moving for me too, right? Like not just for the baby. Okay, so this weekend I went to a pumpkin patch, and I didn't think y'all did fall like this in Texas. I love when Jesse says y'all. Like, y'all. It just makes me so happy. Like, y'all know that she didn't grow up saying y'all. So you know, the it's fact actually that she like, naturally says y'all just makes my heart happy. What's really sad is I have said y'all my whole life. In Michigan, everyone's like, what are you saying? Really? Right? Yeah, and I have no idea why, because I never grew up in the South. Yeah. My, I mean, my aunt and my grandma were Southern for a little bit. I just started saying it one day and everyone was like, what came out of your mouth? Because in Midwest, it's you guys. Right. Everything's you guys. You guys. So yeah, you guys. I feel like Texas is my true home. But I didn't think that Texas really did fall stuff like cider mills or pumpkin patches or anything. But this Dewberry farm that I went to was like a cider mill on steroids. That sounds like so much fun. I definitely need to get out to a pumpkin patch, take some good in-store right? picks while I can. But I just wish it was a little bit cooler. We had that nice, cold, like the cold front that came through Thursday night. Mm-hmm. That was nice. But now, I mean, now it's nine degrees again. So. Exactly. It was a little bit chilly. Like they had a breeze when I went, which was really nice. And we went later in the day, so it wasn't like mm-hmm. 
sweltering in the sun. But I feel like if you're going to a pumpkin patch, you want to wear like cute fall autumn attire. Oh, yeah. You know, like booties and stuff. And it's like, okay, that plus like 80 degrees if like it's the temperatures have dropped, you know. You better believe I wore a flannel exactly. and I was sweating exactly. and I didn't care. But you did it for the pics. But we did it for the pics and that's exactly. all that matters. You already but- know that Jess is going to do it for the pics. <laughs> if y'all need a little dose of fall though. That, I'm telling you, I think it's like outside Katie or something. Yeah, Dewberry. Mm-hmm. Dew, okay, Dewberry. Yeah, that was a lot That's of really fun. really popular. Okay, now the way that we always start the show is by making sure that we give y'all three brand new date night recommendations every single week for you to take your significant other out on so that way date night doesn't get stale. So, Danielle, what's our first spot this week? My first date night spot of the week is going to be Brasserie 19. Oh, okay. Brasserie 19 is off of West Gray. It's in like the River Oaks area. When you say that you're going to Brasserie 19 for brunch or for dinner, it's like, oh, oh, I'm, you're, oh, I'm gonna like drink bubbles and like eat French food and all the things. <laughs> it has a really good atmosphere to it. It's not like a huge restaurant. They have like a good patio. So if you're into patios right now, this is a great option for you. One of my favorite things there mm-hmm. is they have cotton candy. So like if you have a celebration, yeah, tell them about it. They bring out cotton candy with sparklers. No way. So so fun. That's so cute. I know, right? So That's fancy. it's just like a fancy restaurant. I wouldn't say like super fancy, right? Like you don't have to get like super dressed up, but it is a nice restaurant. So well, it's cool that like you can get cotton candy with right. sparklers like and make it a fun like girls night or something like that. You said River Oaks District and I was like, oh, so we fancy tonight. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. So it's not the River Oaks District. That, okay. that, that's like Mad Lock Bar. This is over off of West Gray area, oh, like in the River Oaks area. area. Yeah. So okay. Okay. It's a really, really, really cool restaurant. I highly recommend it. They have like Roquelette. They have French dip sandwiches. You know what a French dip sandwich yeah, yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. So that you dip like the actual mm-hmm. French bread with like the meats and stuff into that like anjou, which is I think that's what they call Say it. Say it again. Anjou. I love when Danielle <laughs> puts that little like French flair on things like, yes, you girl, to. you are good. You got to. And of course they have truffle mac and cheese, which is speaking to Jesse's heart. Yes. Truffle mac and cheese. And it. then they have mussels, which is speaking to my heart. <laughs> love some good mussels. This place is a great date night or a birthday spot. They know how to like really celebrate. They have a really good bar area Mm -hmm. as well. Higher end in the sense of like cool, fancier people are going to be there. Can you imagine if you're sitting and you're on a first date? And your date orders the cotton candy sparklers. Like, come on. Does uh, that like impress you're you ready or what? to party. Like, that would really impress me. I'd be like, okay, we're celebrating tonight, aren't we? Exactly. <laughs> we are ready to party. Let's celebrate. Okay, what's our next date night spot? Second spot is going to be Toasted Coconut. Oh, yeah. it's on Richmond. Yeah, it is on Richmond. It looks so cute. I think you posted a TikTok of it once, didn't I you? I did, yes. 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 Uh, oh, my God. Okay, wait. So, Danielle's also on TikTok, if anyone's curious. I'm not good at it, but yes, I am. Yeah, but you post, like, really cool videos of like the inside of restaurants and stuff which is fun because I love looking like Danielle posts all the food and I mean like all the food at places which is so fun to look at but if you ever want to get like what the the interior looks like follow her on TikTok it's the same hanger Houstonian right yep okay perfect so toasted coconut you walk up and it is like tiki hut vibes like this is a tiki bar but it also has some really good food okay one of my favorite food items there is the reverse pastor pineapple skewers Ooh. Okay, so pastor is like a seasoning, the way they like season meat. Okay. And so I love this because it has like this, like the seasoning is spicy, but since it's on pineapple, it's like that sweetness yeah. with the spicy. I highly recommend this dish. So, so good. Really good. Like 
you're not missing the meat in the normal like pastor. Like right. it is so freaking good. They have like elote dumplings. They have hot chicken sandwiches. Ooh. They have a lot of different dumplings actually. They have like yeah. some like garlic chili dumplings. Not a huge food menu, but their drinks shine there. They have some <laughs> super fun. One of the cocktails that I love so much is called the Merman. It's just fun. It's like green and it's sparkly. And yes. they have like a little mermaid that's like in it. It's so cute. And then, of course, they have like your matais, your painkillers, your pina coladas, like your basic tiki bar right, drinks. But then right. they also have like other stuff that's fun and eclectic. And the bartender there, her name is Sarah. She is incredible. She is a amazing mixologist. So you like tell her the things that you like and she'll start lighting stuff on fire for you. She's absolutely incredible. Oh my God. So if you go to this place, you can totally freak out and be like, Sarah. And she'll be like, do I know you? And you'll be like, no, 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 no. I heard you. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was angry. Oh, when <laughs> I like am around Sarah, I like totally fangirl. And she knows that I fangirl right? around her. Oh, <laughs> she's won a bartender award. Yeah. It's called like the speed rack where she's like the fastest bartender in the country. She's incredible. What? Yeah. And she's at Toasted Coconut. She's at Toasted Coconut. Okay, well, that's actually pretty cool. See, I feel like whenever I see a tiki bar slash restaurant, it's usually the drinks that are really the star of the show. Like that's what people are going for. But any restaurant I've noticed that has a more limited menu, the food is really, really good. Yeah. Because it's, you know, quality over quantity. While you may not have a lot of options, the options that you do have, there's a lot of time and a lot of effort put into those recipes. And this restaurant is owned by the people that own Nobis. Yeah. So Nobis, we talked about them before. It's a great restaurant. And so they really are solid on their food. So yeah. great place to go for a date night. Perfect. Okay. What's our third and final spot? Third spot is going to be Lucille's. Lucille's is in the museum district area. Okay. It is a awesome Southern comfort, like slap your grandma kind of food. You know what I mean? Like that good, like soul comfort food that I like crave all the time. (laughs) They have a great brunch as well. They have live music on Sundays. They're known for their chicken and waffles, fried green tomatoes, Nashville hot chicken, shrimp and grits. They have like sangrias. This place is like soul food central. I was going to say, that's comfort food to a T. Yes, Also, I'm craving it now, so we have to go after this. (laughs) It's so good. And also, it's a black-owned business. And so, Mm -hmm. like, supporting black-owned restaurants, definitely a very important thing to do right now. So, this restaurant is, I think it's one of the gems of of Houston. It's done so well. And the head chef there, he could not be a nicer guy. Do they have a brunch? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I've heard of the brunches at this place. Mm -hmm. And my favorite kind of brunch to get is soul food brunch. Oh, yeah. Because nothing tastes better after a night out. Like if you've gone out to downtown or, you know, Washington Street, and you've gone a little crazy in the morning. Like I don't necessarily want to get dressed up for a nice fancy brunch to go do like, I don't know, eggs and the little muffins. I want soul food. I want some real home cooking, mm, like, like I want a grandma, like yeah. I want some carbs. I want to eat. Yeah, And exactly. I want to eat good. <laughs> so their brunch, that Sunday morning brunch has that live music so like imagine just like you know you're in a good mood it's sunday no sunday scaries at lucille's like you're eating good good vibes all around good vibes are like always guaranteed when there's live music when you can be sitting in front of a band that's playing live music while you get to eat or drink good vibes are guaranteed and that's why coming up after the break we're gonna give you three places where you can check out some live music in houston hang tight it's coming up next and i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry 
from date night to must-try restaurants. It's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Okay, so maybe concerts are canceled right now, and maybe we can't see our favorite artists perform live. And yeah, I'm not going to lie, maybe I'm a little bit sick of virtual concerts. (laughs) I'm sick of sitting on Instagram Live. Because I miss when you go to concerts and you have the live music. I miss the feeling of the music and the bass in your chest. Don't you, Danielle? Oh, absolutely. That's like my favorite part about going to concerts. Well, who are you most excited to see when pandemic is over? Anybody. <laughs> You're like, I literally anybody don't care who it is. I would go see a, like a metal grunge band at this point just uh, to man, feel that's, something. That's a stretch, Jesse. I don't know about that. I'm not. I'm down. I'm down. Have you ever been to the Cynthia Woods Pavilion up in the Woodlands? No. It is an awesome music venue. John Mayer. I've seen him up there. Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. It's a great open air awesome venue to see artists so I cannot wait till they reopen and we can go see some awesome shows a lot of artists are actually already planning their like tours for 2021 2021. yeah I hope so which I love I feel like there's going to be so many more concerts and more tours than there even were supposed to be in 2020 I bet they're like ready to get out and get on the road right I'm sure they missing their fans so much and you know Sarah Pepper and I actually interviewed the new president for the Houston Livestock and Rodeo show last week on the morning mix and he's getting excited about starting up for rodeo and finally getting to do some live concerts again and they're promising some really big things oh when it comes to artists that's exciting i know exciting i'm so pumped about it but you know even though concerts aren't happening in person right this very second it doesn't mean that we have to give up live music for good because there's so many places around houston that are still having bands that are performing live so you can get like a little dose a little medicine of I need live music in my life. Right. There's places that you can like book a table at and then go sit down and there's a, you know, a performer that's on stage. So this week, that's what we're doing. We're going to be going around Houston and seeing what places we can get some live music at. So if you're really missing concerts and you just miss being at a live music venue, we got you covered. The first spot that offers live music right now is Goodnight Charlie's. Goodnight Charlie's is actually next to Rosie King. Cannonball that we talked about oh. last week, and it's mm-hmm. owned by the same people. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> so you can technically like go get dinner at Rosie Cannonball, and then go next door to Goodnight Charlie's, and I think you would love Goodnight Charlie's. It is a dance hall live music <gasps> honky tonk. Wait, what? Why yes. have I never heard of this yes, before? Yes, this is like a higher class Wild West. Wait a minute, I'm so excited right now. I didn't know that in they're- the heart of Montrose. Oh my God, you just made me so happy. I know I've seen Goodnight Charlie's before. Like I've seen the sign. The sign, it's such a cute yeah, sign. Yeah, when I'm driving around, but I didn't know that's what was inside. Yes, it oh is the honky tonk. Honky so tonk, but not good on. Wait, so is that, is honky tonks where we two-step or square dance? Yeah, you dance? can two-step. So I've been there before where people are dancing. I don't know necessarily what the rules are right now with mm-hmm. COVID, but they definitely have bands that go up there. I mean, some are playing the banjo, you know, and then, 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 but yes, you can for sure, pre-COVID, you could for sure two-step and dance and do all the things. Oh my God, that's so exciting. I had no idea. Like I had gone to Wild West and I just thought this was kind of 
the only thing in Houston that was like this. Nope. Man. Okay. Well, I'll be hitting up Good Night Charlie. Right. And they also have some food, too. They have some good foods. One of my favorite things there is the cheesesteak tacos. Ooh. How fun is that? Cheesesteak tacos. That actually sounds really good right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love anything in taco form. Like, (laughs) that's my favorite vessel. So, cheesesteak, I'm like all about it. They also have a funnel cake there, which I think is like really, really fun. Say less. I'm so ready for it. This is like so up Jesse's alley. Any place that serves a funnel cake is like A plus on my list because I feel like you only ever can get a funnel cake when rodeo comes around or a fair is in yeah, town. Yeah, some sort of fair. Right? Like I never get a funnel cake the rest of the year. So thank you, Good Night Charlie's, for fulfilling my dream of wanting a funnel cake every day. Live music, good cocktails, funnel cake, your wish is my command. So the restaurant then that's next to it, they obviously have more food options than Goodnight Charlie's does? Yes, yeah. So we talked about them last week. If you recall, they have a lot of like pizzas, but it's like a nicer date night spot. Okay. They have a patio as well. That was like their spritz patio. Yeah. But yeah, it's owned by the same people. They are actually like winemakers, like super fun, like very interesting. They're sommeliers. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. So they're wine experts, Mm -hmm. and so they just have this bar as well, which is so cool. This would actually be a really great option, probably not for a first date because you want to get to know them a little bit before you start dancing, but maybe like a third or fourth date. Like this would be something different, something fun. It's no longer just like- Let's look at activity as well as a date. It's not like let's just go out to eat and then go get drinks. This is something more fun and active that you could do together. Listen up, Tyler. Excuse me, Tyler. Listen. (laughs) Okay, what's our second spot? Second spot is Goody Company, and it's also known as the Armadillo Palace. So Armadillo Palace is known for, like, where the cowboys go after the rodeo. Uh, Did you just Uh, rhyme on purpose or what? Uh, Yeah. You're a poet and you didn't even know it. Of course I am. But I love this place so much. It's off of Kirby, so it's, like, right down the street from us right now. Does it have a giant armadillo outside? It does. I drive past it every single day. Exactly. That's Armadillo Palace. And this place is so cool. Obviously, we're talking about it because they have live music, but they have a great like dance floor area. Mm -hmm. They like move the picnic tables around as well as like their outdoor patio area. They like can move it around to like create the dance floor type. Oh, yeah. You know, if they have a band that night. So make sure that you're like checking in on their social media to see like what bands are playing and all that. Yeah. Okay. What kind of food do they have there? They have burgers, carnitas. So like basically they're like a version of like Mexican and barbecue. So like carnitas, tamales, empanadas, but also like barbecue and macaroni and cheese. Sold. Right? Sold. I love places that have options, right? Like you're not buckling into one specific type of food. Well, I feel like that's so Houston, a like barbecue plus Mexican food. Like that is so like Tejas. That is the most Texas thing I've actually ever heard in my entire life. Literally Tejas, yeah. Just one restaurant that has both of them. That's really funny. Yes. But Goody Company, they have like a million different restaurants around Houston. They have Goody Seafood. They have Goody Barbecue, which is right down the road from that as well. So this is a great company. And again, this place is just so much fun to bring people from out of town to show them like a little bit of Houston life, right? Like right? the bands and everything like that. So it's super fun. Let me tell you one of the reasons that I trust Goody Company, especially when it comes to barbecues, because they serve them at the Texans game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like when you're walking around, you can totally get some Goody barbecues. So that's how I know they're good if they serve it at a football game. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> the third place is Hell at the Moon. Yeah. Hell at the Moon in Midtown. I like feel like people that have been in Houston for even just a little while, like Jesse already even knows about Howl at the Moon. So much fun. 
I learned that they're about to reopen, which is so exciting. They've been closed because of COVID, but I read that there should be opening in the next few weeks. So look out for that. They have drink buckets, okay? Right? Like, this is crazy. Their drink specials. I am all about it. And they also have amazing shots, like gummy bear shots, cinnamon toast shots, kamikazes, like so freaking fun. I'm like, I'm down for shots and I'm down to hear live music. Down I, like, for a bucket. I'm down it's for a, a bucket of alcohol. Howl at the Moon is just, it's fun. It's like, so much fun. I literally can't even think of another place to describe it. Like, you know, the first restaurant we talked about is probably a little bit more classy. Like there's all these different, you know, places to go to depending on your mood for the night. Howl at the Moon is just fun. Okay, so I was telling Danielle this a little bit earlier off the air, but the only time I had ever gone to Howl at the Moon was actually before I even lived in Houston. It was when I was coming to visit and we went for Halloween. And I had no idea if it was just like that for Halloween. Oh no. Or it's not. like that every weekend. Okay, so let's describe for anyone who hasn't actually been to Howl at the Moon before, like what is a typical experience like when you go? I just like that it's all kinds of live music. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're going to dance, you might get on the stage and be singing at some point. Like the sky's the limit. There's possibilities. There is possibilities at this bar. There and it wasn't like it wasn't specific country music or specific anything. And they took requests. Like when I was there, they were singing Truth Hurts Lizzo. Which I appreciate. So the first two places we talked about are definitely country yes. places. Like somebody's probably going to have a banjo at some point. <laughs> at Hell at the Moon, like you might be like singing Lizzo. That's right. Yeah. Like I love that. I just think it's so fun. I mean, they're really, really good singers. But even the guys that were on stage singing were dancing the night away. And you could go up on stage and dance with them. Like they were almost getting the whole audience to dance with them, like no matter what. And it's more of a club type feel when I was there. Would you say that's like that normally? Yeah, definitely. At nighttime anyway. It like, I mean, it gets rowdy in there for sure. You know what? Danielle is really good about putting on her Instagram page. She has a little highlight reel that says, it says podcast, right? Yes. And you can click through and you can see all the places that we talk about throughout the weeks. Check out how at the moon because when they were open they were doing a lot of giveaways oh really yeah like i had entered for you could win a giveaway for like a vip event or yeah drink specials you could get a booth like they had some really cool things going on so make sure to follow danielle at hangry houstonian and then click through and they'll have definitely updates on when they're opening but if they do giveaways again like Oh, heck yeah. I'm down. You know, Midtown is starting to like have this whole revival. Mm-hmm. There is a new bar called Unicorn Disco that just opened up that has like a bowling alley and all this stuff. So like now it's making me want to go like try that new bar, then go right? to Hall at the Moon. Like we should just make a night of it. And bar try crawl. Go. Yeah, exactly. Like do a bar crawl of Midtown, which I haven't done in forever. I used to do like the holiday bar crawls. Do you remember those? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And we would get in like onesies or like, you know, if it was St. Patrick's Day or something. Exactly. I love a good onesie bar crawl. <laughs> Speaking of bar crawl, we pretty much create a bar crawl for you every single week when we do Bayou Bar Hopping. So you never have to worry about planning your night out because we take care of it for you. Bayou Bar Hopping is next. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. And we are here to remind you that there are some really exciting things coming up this month and the next in Houston when it comes to bars. Because remember that technically bars in Texas were allowed to open on the 14th of October. Now, obviously in Houston, we aren't quite there yet. Mom slash sister was like, we're not there yet. We're going to stay closed. 
A lot of places, though, are opening up and operating as restaurants. They're opening up as restaurants and they're giving a little bit of food and saying like they have to have majority of their profits coming from food and then you're able to buy alcohol as well. Right? It's like a little bit of a loophole. and I, I It is a huge loophole. A little bit of a loophole. Like, Lena, if you're listening, it's just a little baby one. It's okay. We're all fine. But, you know, with so many other places just fully open and actually allowed to be open outside of Houston, it gives me hope that soon a lot of other places are going to be able to open up and then we're going to look around and there's not going to be a place closed. Yeah, I feel like the green light is coming for all bars to open up. We're going to talk about a few bars today Mm -hmm. that are still closed, but they are worth mentioning because they're some of the best in Houston. And I really believe that the green light is coming it's like coming. any day now. It's so coming. like it's worth knowing about, right? Yes. And we're also going to talk today about a pop-up thing that's happening, which is really exciting because we think it's so important to actually get excited and get pumped about these things. Because then when it finally opens, it's almost like New Year's Eve because we're still looking forward to 2021, right? Uh, of course. And then like since we've all been like quarantined and like not much has been going on, like there hasn't been a ton of stuff to look forward to. So this pop-up is a Harry Potter pop-up bar, oh my which is so much fun. Whether you're like into Harry Potter or not, like it's just a fun thing to get excited yeah. about in Houston right now. I mean, honestly, anything that's themed, I don't even care what the theme is like. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a giant Harry Potter fan. I'm sorry. Like, I know it has this big cult following and I'm good with it. Like, I'm supporting it from afar. Unpopular opinion. Yeah. Hashtag unpopular opinion. And I support. I'm all excited for it. I'm going. Like, I'm going to go because there's nothing else going on in Houston. You might as well do it. But also, like, this is the first time that anything pop up has even really come to Houston because everything was so shut down for so long. It's we're not doing this. We're not doing this. It's not happening. And now all of a sudden we're bringing things like pop-up bars to Houston. It's like, yes, it almost I feels don't normal. care. It feels normal. I don't care what the theme is. I'm going. Give me some normalcy in my life and I shall go. See, this is what is giving me like there's a light at the end of the tunnel because think about it. Two months ago, this never would have been able to happen. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like no one in Texas would have been able to host a pop-up bar But it's October. We're moving in the right direction. Knock on wood, of course. And so I'm really excited about this. Tell me about it. So this bar is a Harry Potter muggle-less bar. And it is open until November 8th. Okay, so we're really on a time limit. We are really restricted here. We are. So, like, get in with it now. It is a wall-to-wall magical decor, magical boozy cocktails and non-alcoholic cocktails, if that's your thing. They have magical eats there. They have photo ops, a ton of like installations of Harry and Hermione and all that stuff. There's live DJs on select days. They have contests. Jesse oh, loves a contest. Yeah, I love a good contest. And then if you uh, complete your time there, you will get an acceptance letter to the magical school of wizardry. Oh my God, no way. Yes. And so <laughs> it, apparently there's a few bars in there. So you can like pop around to the bars and then like take a bunch of pictures, like listen to some cool music and stuff. And like some people will be dressed up and some people like obviously like won't be into the whole like dressed up theme. But it's still something fun to do, you know, drink some butterbeer and mm-hmm. have a good time. See, I actually think a lot of people will dress up because I 
just, I so believe that Harry Potter is one of those things like Star Wars where there's a cult following. Oh, 100%. Like, I've, I've never seen Star Wars, but I've seen every Harry Potter and I've read some of the books. So. Right? So I'm excited to see people go and dress up. I love when people do like the glasses with the scarves like, scar. and stuff and like see yeah. like what school you are in. You know, are you? Yeah, a, it's just something fun to do and it's something Hufflepuff different. You know? Yes, absolutely. It's exciting. Make sure you get into the Harry Potter bar before November 8th because that is your last call, last day. Oh, my God. I'm writing it on my calendar because I cannot forget. Do you have to get tickets to get- You do have to get tickets. I believe they're like $20 or $30. All right. So tickets before November 8th. Dress up. Even if you don't like Harry Potter- Hashtag we're going. Get it going. <laughs> okay, what's our second spot? Second spot is going to be Okra. Okra is still not open yet, but it is worth mentioning because it is one of the crown jewels of downtown. This yeah. bar is absolutely stunning when you walk in, and it is a charity saloon. Mm-hmm. So you can donate to charity while you're there. You get to like pick what charity you want to like give your little coupon tag to, and like, right. I appreciate that. Like if I'm gonna be drinking, like. At least I'm going to do something charitable while I'm if not doing drinking, something charitable to my body. I'm going to drink for a cause. Drinking I'm for drinking Jesus. for you, baby. Drinking for Jesus. <laughs> but Okra is a beautiful bar to begin with. You walk in, super high ceilings, this like roundabout bar top, huge bar space, long picnic table areas to sit down with your friends. Such a great bar to like hang out with your friends and like mm-hmm. start the night downtown. Do they offer food at Okra? They do. They serve food until midnight. One of my favorite things on the menu is actually their paninis. It is a four cheese grilled cheese sandwich. It has feta, cheddar, mozzarella, and gruy cheese with a sriracha mayo. (gasps) No way. Yes. Okay. I thought that was like, I swear to God, like a chef's secret was cooking grilled cheese with mayo. Oh, no. It's so good. Like, it's amazing. But when I grew up, I always just used like butter or something. And then Mm -hmm. one day someone said mayo. mayo, And it changed my life. But I never would have thought sriracha mayo. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Okra, for changing my life. Yes. Okra is a great place because, like, I think that people forget that there's food there, but it also is a restaurant. So they have waffle fries. They have fried okra, of course, fried pickled okra. They had to have okra. They have beef jerky, and they also have cookies and milk. How fun is that? Wait, that's so cute. Isn't that cute? (laughs) So you could, like, end the night there, technically, and, like, get some cookies and milk. Like, if you're on a date. Right. I think that'd be super cute to get some cookies and milk. But they have great drink specials there. They have all the liquor that you could, like, imagine. They have a huge bar selection. Yeah. It's a great place to bring people from out of town just because it really is such a nice-looking bar as well. And there's, like, some games in the back. Yeah. The pool and yeah. I just shuffleboard and stuff. The concept of okra is so different from any other bar that when it does finally open back up, it's going to be a big event. Everyone's going to want to go. There's going to be a line around the whole block because okra really is just a staple of downtown Houston. You know who owns okra? Who? The boy Bobby Hugel at BLT. Better luck tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they have okra, anvil, BLT, squabble. See, that's how you know it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know. And then Justin Yu has Theodore Rex. So these are like staple places Mm -hmm. in Houston for sure. 
Okay, what is our third and final spot in Bayou Bar Hopping this week? Third spot is going to be Pastry Wars downtown. Pastry Wars is a really cool bar because it's like, it's not big at all. Like mm-hmm. if you walk by, like you might miss it because it's nothing like overly special on the outside, but you walk in, they have amazing margaritas. Like their margaritas are so, so good. And if you're into Muscal, they have an amazing Muscal really? margarita. Yes. They're known for their like Mexican type drinks, like right. heavy tequila drinks like Palomas. They also have a little bit of food. They have like tamales, chips, and queso. So nothing like too crazy. Right, right. But also every time I'm there, I don't know if it's just like every time I'm there or if it all is playing on the TV, but they have bull riding on the TV, <gasps> which I'm like, I just think like, exactly. I'm like, I'm <laughs> drinking a muscal. You know what muscal is? It's mm-hmm. like a special tequila. Yeah. It kind of tastes like you like licked a barbecue pit, <laughs> but it's like nothing says Texas more than like. A muscal margarita in watching some bow riding, you know? Seriously. Okay, this is a question you might not know the answer to, but why is it called Pastry Wars? I have no clue. Like, do they serve pastries inside? No, they definitely do not serve pastries. Someone add us and tell us why Pastry Wars is called Pastry Wars. Because when you mentioned it, I was like, is this a dessert place or is this a bar? It is a bar and it is a popular bar for sure. But again, if you like don't know where you're going, you might walk by it because like there's nothing special. I think that's kind of what they like about it. Is right. Like, it's it's more of like a locals vibe. It's not like supposed to be like a big popular like booming place. Like right. it is a cool vibe to it for sure. I really like the hole in the wall places because number one, they tend to have the best drinks. Like, hello, I want a margarita. Yes, exactly. But also bull riding on the TV. Like, OK, I mean, like I wish I could explain that to you, but I can't. I have <laughs> no clue why there's bull riding, but I'm here for it because I love watching bull riding. I mean, also, I don't know if this is just like a Texas thing. Is is there a channel that bull riding is just like on a constant yes, loop? Yes, there is. Shut up. Are you serious? It's like the PBR television. Yes. You're kidding. Oh, no. Swear. Okay, so 24-7, no matter what, I this place so. has bull yes. riding. <laughs> Too funny. I want a place that has mutton busting on because that's what <laughs> I want to watch. I was so bummed this year when they shut down the rodeo because I hadn't actually gotten to go to the rodeo part yet. And all I wanted to see was mutton busting. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Well, the best part I feel like about mutton busting is when the kids like win or something and they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They'll say, you know, something crazy, whatever. Yeah. And then they'll say, you know, how did you practice? And they're like, on my dad. You know, in like, the living room. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> in the living room, I practice on my dad. And I want to be a, you know, jelly bean maker. Like, you know what I mean? They yes. come up with the funniest, like, most random things ever. And it's just, like, so cute to see these little personalities, right. like, explode once they get on a big screen. See, I'm all for a 24-hour loop of bull riding. But I'm also all for a 24-hour loop of mutton busting. Maybe but we like at them and say that's what they should do next. And then we need a full hour of only interviews. Like the mutton busted interview hour. <laughs> They're like so funny. You know, my parents strapped me to my dog. Exactly. Well, I was riding my dog and yeah, I have a <laughs> you know I love Texas. <laughs> the things we do here. You know, Danielle, we're almost down to the wire when it comes down to all of our spooky cocktails before we move into our pumpkins and our fall flavors. So stay tuned because coming up after the break, we have a spooky cocktail recipe for you to try. And of course, always tag us on Instagram with the hashtag Hangry Girls Made Me Do It. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Congratulations! You made it through another week of 2020. And don't pretend like that's not a big deal, okay? Because we, I feel like, have been talking about this since, I don't know, February, March, when things all got shut down. And now we're 10 
10 months into the year. Okay, we're crawling into the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, which means we celebrate the end of each every week with a brand new cocktail recipe for you to try. And all October long, Danielle and I are feeling very spooky. So we're going to give you some spooky cocktail recipes to try. This week's spooky cocktail is a bat shake. Oh, okay. Okay, so this cocktail has ice cream. So we're going to have it a sweet drink for us. It's going to be three-fourths ounce of blue cherry bay coconut spiced rum cream we've talked we about we, we've talked about them we love them we love, they, they produce such you, good Kenny. products six cups of vanilla ice cream three tablespoons of caramel syrup yes please three tablespoons of chocolate syrup uh, yes please <laughs> and then some chocolate to garnish God, anything with ice cream in it, I'm good for it. Ice cream and caramel. And ice cream and caramel and chocolate. And alcohol. <laughs> so you're going to drizzle the caramel syrup and chocolate syrup inside of a martini glass. Make it nice and fancy, ladies. Heat up some chocolate if you like dark chocolate or milk chocolate. I am a milk chocolate lover. Over a medium-high heat until the chocolate begins to nicely melt. Shake the skillet occasionally. Do not stir it. And when the chocolate begins to melt, reduce the heat to medium-low. Immediately pour the chocolate on a foil and use a spoon to make a thin an even layer. With the knife, you're going to draw out a bat silhouette. How fun is that? Oh my God, this takes artwork involved. I don't know if I can do this. No, you're going to be fine. It's so easy. And then you're just going to allow it to set and harden. You're just going to do the little bat silhouette, okay? And then if you need to like see a visual of this, you can actually go on to Blue Chair Bay Rum, their Instagram account. They have a picture of it and it looks super simple as well. And then for the drink itself, you're just going to combine the ice cream, the rum cream, caramel syrup, chocolate syrup, You're going to blend it until it's nice, smooth, and creamy, and then pour it into the martini glass, and then top it with your chocolate bat. And it's going to make four servings, so get your friends, get them ready, and drink some bat shake. Oh, I love things like this where it sounds like a milkshake, you know? Yeah, it is a total milkshake. a boozy milkshake. Oh, Uh, a boozy! A boozy milkshake. (laughs) I was waiting for you to I know, I put two and two together there. (laughs) So at least this one takes some artwork, too. It sounds like this is going to be something fun to make. And it might be one of those Pinterest fails where it's like expectation versus reality, but it doesn't matter. Honestly, if you don't get the bat right, at least you have a good cocktail. Like yeah, that, right? that you're going to still, you're going to knock it out of the park with it. Like you tried and all chocolate tastes the same, whether it looks like a bat or not. So <laughs> this might be something fun to try if you're going to do like an at home date and you want to exactly. be like, let's make something together and you can compete and see who can actually make right. a better bat. <laughs> Okay, so this is how you can celebrate the end of the week as we get closer to November. Oh, my God. Cannot believe November is almost here. I know. That's actually really crazy to think about. Are you going home for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm going to. Are you? Probably. I mean, I assume so. I just don't know what my family is like. We just haven't made plans for Thanksgiving. We have a huge family. So I don't know exactly what that's going to look like this year for us. But we're all just going to try to be safe. But I I mean, I haven't seen my aunts Mm -hmm. since... Christmas. I haven't been back to Baton Rouge since Christmas, which is wild. Like I am 
super close to my family back yeah. in Baton Rouge. My aunts are like my second moms. My, yeah. mom, my mom is one of five kids. And so like her siblings are literally my second parents. They would right. pick me up from school sometimes. Like that close of a family. So the fact that I haven't seen them since Christmas, I'm like, I just want to hug their neck. I know. Like I just want to squeeze wanna, you. Yeah. And it's so crazy that we haven't seen our families in so long. And it's hard because all I want to do is get together and eat good food with my family for Thanksgiving. But the CDC has all these like recommendations and guidelines. Like I was really bummed when they recommended not doing regular trick-or-treating this year for Halloween. Like that really bummed me out for all the kids this year. And plus like, I don't know, I like handing out candy and You're already wearing a mask typically. Yeah, it's fine. So I don't know. We'll see what they say. The angry girls said that they think that, you know, we're trick-or-treating and we're probably going to get sued. No, it's fine. You tell them. Like you see your family on holidays, especially Thanksgiving, when you should be more than thankful for them. And then when they ask you what you've been doing, all you know quarantine long you can just say catching up on I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry on the radio.com app or if you want to let us you know wake you up on Saturday mornings you can just tell Alexa to turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com but if you sleep in it's okay it's good it's Saturday you can catch up on the podcast on radio.com you'll have all the recommendations and all the cool places uh, to bring your family when they come to town to Houston like we do with our Houston Hidden Gems We find a restaurant that's a little bit off the beaten path that a lot of people don't actually know about, even if you've lived in Houston for years. And we just want to bring it into your lives. My hidden gem for this week is a place you're going to love. I'm so excited. This is a place in East Downtown. Okay. It's called Sunset. Like it it already. is a rooftop bar, which check, box check. <laughs> but it overlooks like truck yard. It no. overlooks truck yard, but also downtown because it's East Downtown area. I didn't know that even existed. I Yeah. I mean, until recently, I didn't know about it either. And it's such a cool place. They have live music typically. And then also they have taco nights on Tuesdays, three for $5. Dang. That is a lot of food for $5, y'all. Dang, yes. Yeah, so this spot is like where it's at. You can go to truck yard, maybe have like, you know, some dinner and then go and watch the sunset at sunset. Hello. Oh, that's so cute. I honestly, I love bars with a view. Yeah, this bar has a total view. Yeah, and it's almost like, like you know, at truck yard where they have the Ferris wheel and like it, you're up in the air if you're on the Ferris wheel and you're like at the top of the Ferris wheel and you get to overlook the amazing view. This is like, I know that you are not sure about I'm the Ferris wheel. Exactly. Uh-huh. So like this is you being able to see that Ferris wheel view without being on a jankety Ferris wheel. I was just going to say any place that I can safely stand and not be like, rocking on a piece of metal in the air. I'm all down for this. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so this bar is super cool, and I love they have live music. Yes, too. that's so like fun. Like live music outside, good weather, good views, three tacos for $5. Like, come on. You just checked a lot Say of things. Less. Say less, my girl. You just checked everything <laughs> off the bucket list. <laughs> so if you have any places that you think we should check out or any places in Houston that you think we might not know about, quiz us. Test us. I bet you Danielle knows about it. You can slide into her DMs at Hangry Houstonian or myself at jessiewatt 965 Give us either a hidden gem or a cocktail of the week so we can feature you on the show. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle, I already know what your DMs are about this week because I was in your DMs about them this week. And it was about your trip to Hamburger Mary's. How fun was that? Like insane. It looked like it was so much fun. And I see people go all the time. I haven't been yet. Please just explain to me this experience. Have you ever been to a drag show brunch? I have been to a drag show, but not a brunch one. I've been to bingo. So uh, 
this was so much fun. This was my first time to go uh, after COVID has come along. And so it was really interesting to see the drag queens who were so much fun. Oh my gosh, they were incredible. I'm like, how the heck? You literally flew. You were airborne at one point. What? And But they had masks. Uh-huh. So they wore their mask and I felt like, you know, safe mm-hmm. in there at the time. I was with people that I knew. We went for one of my girlfriends, Courtney, her birthday. And it was so funny. Like her mom was there. And so <laughs> and like, and I mean, you know, her mom is like, I don't know, she's probably in her 60s now. And you just see her being like, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my gosh. Like, this is Shock. crazy. Like, it's so funny. But people were asking me just about how they were doing things with COVID now yeah. and how things have changed there. So you sit, like, with your party. Okay. Yeah, which is nice. And then the uh, dancers, they, I don't know if you're, if I should say dancers. The queens. The performers. Yeah. This, the queens. Yes, queen. You girl, um, go girl. They, they have masks on. And then, you know, you still give them money mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, it sounds like they're really COVID compliant, which is nice because you want to feel safe when you're going out and doing something like that. But you also don't want to miss out on doing something fun just because of this. Right. And I like that. Like, you know, we stayed in like at our table. And then if you were walking around the restaurant, they like made you have your mask on, which okay. is very, you know, that's typically what the rules are these days. But super fun. If y'all go, I do recommend Ubering there. There's mm-hmm. valet and it's $10, which I think is just whatever kind of thing. Oof. Yeah. Wolf. Oof. And then parking situation is just not great around there. Like there's some side street parking, Mm -hmm. which is available, but it's kind of like a pain. So just like Uber there, you know, plus you're probably going to be drinking anyways. They like bring around shots. I was going to say, if you're going to a drag queen brunch, girl, you get in hammered and enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. So fun. All right. We are getting ready to give you all the addresses of the places that we've talked about in this week's episode. We gave you a lot of information, a lot of cool stuff when it comes to live music and date night spots. We want to make sure you have this list in your phone so you know what you are putting into that Google, the old trusty Google Maps. <laughs> what was our first date night spot this week? Brasserie 19 at 1962 West Gray Street. Okay. Second spot was Toasted Coconut at 1617 Richmond. I'm excited about that one. Third spot is Lucille's at 5512 LaBranche. Okay, now remember, concerts are not happening right now, but live music is still happening. So if you feel like you need a dose of live music, Danielle's got you covered. A dosey doe. <laughs> <at> <laughs> funny. <laughs> At Goodnight Charlie's is going to be at 2531 Custer Street. Okay. And that is going to be next to uh, Rosie Cannonball in the Montrose area. Yes. Second spot is going to be Armadillo Palace at 5015 Kirby. Third spot is going to be Hell at the Moon at 612 Hadley Street. All right, Danielle, we have the light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming. Let's go buy you bar hopping. First spot is going to be the Harry Potter pop-up bar at... 711 Main Street. Okay. Second spot is going to be the beautiful Okra at 924 Congress Street. And then Pastry Wars at 310 Main Street. All right. And then we gave you a really fun, boozy milkshake to check out for Cocktail of the Week this weekend. Remember, if you ever have a cocktail that you want to share with us, please send it our way at Hangry Houstonian or at JessieWatt965. Our hidden gem this week. Our hidden gem is going to be Sunset in East Downtown at 2119 Dallas Street. I'm so excited to check that one out. I literally can't wait. (laughs) If you have anything that you want us to talk about on the show or if you're looking for specific recommendations, please reach out to us on Instagram. Always use the hashtag HangryGirlsMadeMeDoIt. 
We want to give a big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank you all so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. With Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois, make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.